Good morning, everybody. Happy Saturday. Some of us old-timers remember we used to do um, sort of a dedication of merit or dedication of our practice on Saturday mornings. And uh, so we're going to return to that today because um, Rebecca, our vice president and uh, incredible beloved Sangha member and her husband Mark and their daughter Arwen are um, going through some final stages of grief uh, in Mark's illness. So. Those of us who all know them, they've been in this our family for many, many years, and Mark um, became ill about eight years ago in a very uh, unexplained way, and it's been a long journey of discovery of what's going on, very mysterious, very inconclusive, very up and down. I think many of us can experience that in various different ways, and so uh, where we stand today is that Mark uh, appears to be at the end of that road. Um, they brought in hospice. And uh, we think probably it's just imminent. And uh, so he's super comfortable. Um, he's just completely surrounded by love. And uh, we're dedicating this practice to them today, to their practice, to their incredible generosity to this, this family. And we'll extend our love from this family to theirs. And so today we'll send all of our love and well wishes to their strength and to their grieving process. Thanks, everybody. Bonte, it's all yours. Thank you. Please find a comfortable posture. Keep your back straight. Gently close your eyes. Beautiful Saturday morning. We all are here with a purpose. To meditate, which means going inward. Going inward is the most difficult thing for all of us. Going outward is easy, fun, entertaining. When you go inward, sometimes it is very scary, fearful, dark, experience lots of regrets. Therefore, we, all of us, postponing going inward. But, whether you like or not, if you want to find inner contentment, this is the only solution to go inward and figuring out which we call meditation. Take few deep long breaths and let go and relax your body, relax your mind. Maybe after this meditation you have other things to do family matters, meetings. But right now you cannot focus on those things. You are here with me, with all like-minded people. We are going to enjoy this hour, being in the sea, who we are, how we are. Now send your loving thoughts towards yourself, thinking, may I be well, may I be happy, may I be peaceful.
Now send your loving thoughts towards your family. My parents, grandparents, brothers and sisters. May all of them be well, be happy, be peaceful. We all have difficult family members, names our parents, mother or father, brothers or sisters, children. As a person who is trying to practice loving-kindness, how do you understand right now? How do you think of them? Is it possible for you to change your perspective about them? Is it possible for you to forgive them? What is forgiveness? Completely letting go without reservations. You can forgive but no need to forget. It is impossible. We all have memories. After you forgive, still you have those memories in your mind. Make sure those memories are not disturbing you anymore. Just a thought or a memory coming and going. May they be well, may they be happy, may they be peaceful. Now send your loving thoughts towards the whole world. May all living beings be well, be happy, be peaceful. Remember, this loving intention is one of the most powerful practice. It is working. That means you are maintaining skillful, wholesome thoughts in your mind. When we are doing it during the meditation, one day 
when you practice more those intention become a reality you live with that reality every day Now slowly turn your attention to your breath. Every breath you take in, you take out, is taken mindfully.
Whereas your mind, please bring it back. Now observe your mind, observe your body. You are relaxed. You are peaceful. Your mind is tranquil, calm, even temporary. Therefore, this is a process. It is not one day, one night practice. It is lifetime practice. Therefore, keep doing with your intentional practice, with a purpose.
May peace be with you. May you be well. May you be happy. May you be peaceful. Thank you. Please open your eyes. Let's do our chanting. Namo tasse bhagavato arahato samma sambuddhasse Namo tasse bhagavato arahato samma sambuddhasse Namo tasse bhagavato arhato samma sambuddhasse buddhang saranang gacchami dhammang saranang gacchami Sangam saranam gacchami Dutiyampi buddhang saranam gacchami Dutiyampi dhammang saranam gacchami Dutiyampi sangam Saranam gacchami Tatiyampi buddhang saranam gacchami Tatiyampi dhammang saranam gacchami Tatiyampi sangam Saranam gacchami Anicca vata sankara Uppadvayadam Uppadjitva nirujjanti Tesang upa Samusuko Sambe Santa Avera Hontu Sambe Santa Abbia Paja Hontu Sambe Santa Aniga hontu sabbe santa suki atanang pari arantu mano mano setta mano maya Manasa che padutena Bhasativa karotiva Tatonang dukha manveti Chakang padang Mano pumbang Gamadamma Mano Zetta Mano Maya Manasa Che Pasanina Bhasativa Karo Tatonang Sukmanveti Chaya-va-an-pa-i-ni. 
We believe. Good morning, everybody. Okay, so when I am dealing with situation and when I'm traveling around the world, that's the best way I'm learning and practicing my own spiritual journey. So when I was in Sri Lanka, I did couple of uh, young monks, not not really young, but they are they are twenties old. You know, they are young adults. Um, the, Two, uh, three programs I did for those monks. And uh, before those training programs, I was uh, listening because last night, full moon day, you know, then full moon day in Sri Lanka, always temples are very busy. And I was listening to one of the Dharma talk, one of my student monks, uh, he was doing it at the temple. So when he was young, uh, I was teaching him. He was in my, my classroom. So now he's, you know, not young anymore. He's a teacher. He's doing some good work. And he's a great teacher. So I was to his Dharma talk. Uh, he, he knew I'm listening to it. I didn't go to the, you know, the public area, but I can hear it. So then after his Dharma talk, he came to me and asked, I know you are listening to my talk. Then I asked him, how do you know? But I knew you are here, that means definitely you are going to listen to me. <laughs> and I said, yes, I did. Um, so what do you think about my talk? I said, I learned a lot from your talk because you gave lots of information. So then he asked me another question. Is it good to give lots of information? I said, if people are interested to have those information, you can give. But my experience, people don't like to get that much information. Now, modern day, uh, if people want to do uh, have information, what we are going to do? Google. I said, this is not 2,500 years ago you are giving a Dharma talk. You are giving 20%. You know, even if you say something in while you are talking to people, people can Google. It's very interesting, right? So therefore, but I don't know it is really applicable applying uh, the modern world. So then he asked me another question. I want to ask you because I always see you are giving talks in the social media, always doing something. How do you do that? So then I said, as you know, like you, I used to study <laughs> academic and all those things, I used to do it. You know I can do it too. Easily I can do it. I have information, I can give information. Now I'm asking you, if I give a talk every day, like an informational talk, how do you feel? Be honest. Bored. Thank you. That's why I said, it's so boring. It is so boring. Because I was listening to those kind of talks so many times, then I was thinking, it's so boring, I don't want to hear that. 
I can get those information easily from internet. So then I explained to this monk, he's a very well-educated person. I said, if you want to give a good talk, this is what I am doing. This is my own experience. Whatever I am trying to tell people, I always make sure it is always relevant to Buddha's teachings. I cannot give my craziness to you. Right? I have my crazy ideas too. But I don't want to give those crazy things because I don't want to make you crazy because you are crazy enough. Right? <laughs> because I don't want to give you more. So that's the number one. I'm always thinking it is really relevant to Buddha's teaching. I want to make sure. The second one, when I'm giving that talk, I said to that young monk, when people are listening to me, audience, listeners has to feel this man, whatever he is talking, he practice it. He is talking from here. Audience has to feel it. Then you feel connected to it. The last thing is you, whatever you are teaching to people, if, you know, we have to apply, easily we can apply into the modern world. Otherwise, it, that talk doesn't work. Now, you know, when we are chanting, we were chanting Mano Pubbangama Dhamma, right? That chanting. So there is an analogy. If somebody doing a bad karma, one day, like cart, when the ox is pulling the cart, that painful experience will go behind you. But now, 21st, you know, Buddha was teaching this 21st, uh, 20, 2500 years ago. But most of children born now, they don't know about those ox cart. You know, if, you, if I ask like a modern children, what is that? Sometime, you know, I don't know how to connect into it. Sometime modern world, we have to talk about Tesla, BMW. So using those kind of techniques, we have to bring that Buddha's teaching to the modern world. That's what I am trying to do. So therefore, my nature, I explained to that young monk, my nature, I don't give that much informational talks. You ever seen I'm reading a note, looking at the book? I cannot do that. If I do it, I make a big mess. That means my terrible talk that day. I cannot do that. What I'm trying to do always when I'm traveling and teaching to people, I try to put my heart out. So maybe sometime it doesn't work for some people. It doesn't work for some people. It's totally fine. But it's working for some people. I'm happy about it. So therefore, you want to listen to somebody's heart, somebody's life experiences, true, true life practices. That's what you want to hear. So therefore, I'm always trying to give you some, you know, some uh, teaching through my heart, which I'm processing every day in my life. That is my practice. So yesterday, I was uh, driving long drive from uh, here to uh, Yorkville. It is an hour and a half driving. I did one way. So I was driving countryside. These days, I don't have my own car. I'm driving my uh, friend's car. It is so funny. It's a sporty car. Uh, Dodge Charger. Okay, I'm driving Dodge Charger these days. You can see it is outside. And so it is all the windows are tinted. It's really sporty. I, I like it. It's driving fast. And so... I was driving middle of all the farmlands, going through the 47 and going to Yorkville. It's a, you know, traffic time. Not that much traffic, it's countryside. So there was a T-junction. You know, there was a, in front of me, it's like a working van. In front of me, he's waiting to turn right. I'm behind him. So then, you know, I saw he's looking, waiting for the vehicle. Then he, then I saw the road is empty. Now he can turn. Then I was thinking, He's going to right. While I'm releasing my brake, I was looking left. I tried to go too, but he didn't go. What happened? I bump. It's like a little kiss. 
so it's not really bad. So then what happened? He turned the right, he's driving fast. Then I was thinking, maybe he will stop because I'm going the same direction. Now he knew I'm coming behind him. Then what he did, he stopped. So then we pull over and then it's so funny, I'm like this, <laughs> getting out from the Dutch charger. <laughs> and the young man, maybe his 20s, maybe around 30, looking at me and laughing. Then he, is la he cannot stop laughing. <laughs> then I am laughing too now. <laughs> and we both are laughing, we are not talking about the car. <laughs> so, then he said, oh my God, Buddhist monks are doing really well these days. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's so funny, he was so nice, he was so nice. He even didn't look in his vehicle, he came and checked mine. He wants to make sure my vehicle is fine. He said, I don't care about what happened to my vehicle, I want to make sure Buddhist monk vehicle is fine. <laughs> <laughs> then I said, I'm very sorry, this is not mine, this is my, my friend's car I'm driving these days. It's so hilarious for me. And so that moment, we were talking a little bit, I'm late to the class, we were talking a little bit. He said, this is meant to be. Thank you so much, you know, bump into my car <laughs> and my vehicle. He was laughing and we had a little chat and I felt he was so happy to see me. Then he said, don't worry about at all, and if your car is not damaged, you can go and... Then he asked me, where do you go? I said, I'm going to meditation class. So that moment I felt, live with purpose of my life, even that kind of difficult situation in the world, it is always helping. Then he was so grateful, you know, then he said, thank you so much, smiling to me nicely. How beautiful, he's very young, he, he was smiling too really nicely, you know, he was so nice and kind to me. Then, <clears throat> then I went to uh, the studio to teach. Then a studio owner's husband came out to help me, to take me in. Then he saw me coming out from this Dodge Charger. <laughs> they know me long years, oh my God. He said, Bhante, don't get out from the car. Just stay here. Okay, I said, why? I want to run to the studio and get my phone. I asked, why? I want to take a picture <laughs> of you. Now he is taking a photo shoot and you know, I felt, I felt a little embarrassed. <laughs> this morning I called Amita. I said, Amita, I am going to Wheaton today. It's a big festival. Thousands of people will be there. I don't want to drive this car today. <laughs> So I need your car, I'm going to borrow his car today. So anyway, it's so interesting how people are processing these things. But I can see people are judging based on what they see, which is totally fine. If they don't know me, it is really difficult for them. People who really know me, they totally understand what is going on. But sometime I'm telling you, Judgment is totally all right, but condemnation is not good. Okay, condemnation is not good. So now what I'm asking you, how you live your life here in this society? You are living with things, maybe luxurious life, you have money, you have cars, maybe fancy life. How do you live? Now think about my life as a monk, Usually what people are believing, I have a simple life. Simple life, how we are explaining it, depends on how you understand it. My simple simplicity is totally different to you, how you live your life. So I know one wealthy person, he always telling me, Bhante, I am living a simple life, very simple life. For me, not at all. But according to his perspective, he having a simple life. But I don't want to judge it is good or bad. He is doing his life according to his wish. 
but same time i can see he is a good person he is doing lots of good things in the world and helping people then i can i was judging it i was judging it he is living fancy life but he is called he is living a simple life but i realize i don't want to judge that according to his understanding he is living a simple life why he is doing more things to the world different ways because everything is relative how you understand so i know everybody wants to be happy that is the purpose right everybody wants to be happy in you know, simple words but we have better words but people wants to be happy but i am asking people want to be happy even last night at the class i asked everybody said we want to be happy i don't believe it i don't believe it no people love suffering do you see that in you how much you love suffering more than happiness people i call it enjoying suffering people really enjoying suffering other day one of my other friend called me and said bante i am so sad i want to talk to you always people do that i, I then i asked that what is the what is going on then he said nothing nothing then i has is there any family problems he said no problems with your children he said no problem with your work no problem with your wife no then i asked what the heck you <laughs> you are going on what is really happening you know i don't know i don't have any problem then i asked do you need a problem <laughs> i asked the question do you need a problem then he said i think so he got it what i said he said i think so i need a problem then i asked now think again why did you call me i asked him again why did you call me you think you need happiness that's why you call me right but i think no you need the problem so i realize when he doesn't have issues in his life what he experience boredom now he feel bored he is looking for everywhere oh nothing to worry i need something to worry do you have those kind of experiences in life or sometimes i feel bored maybe i had to call somebody i had that feeling too even yesterday i was driving long hours you know so i was thinking to who i am going to call then i realize why i am planning to make a phone call to somebody do i need something from those people then i realize no then what is the purpose even i realize there is no purpose for me to call somebody why then i realize in my head why i want to call somebody i want to kill my time while i am driving i want to kill my time now think about then i call somebody then what we are talking then he or she will say lots of gossip so for example i am calling my sister once in a while not not every day but every other day every time when i call her she is giving all the gossip about the whole country <laughs> so you know sometimes we don't have things to talk about the family she is giving about that person problem this person problem i met this person you know what is happening they were asking about you so then one day i realized and i said to my sister i am not calling you my night don't call me my night why you are filling my head <laughs> and i cannot go to bed and i am thinking about those things now think about what is happening so therefore what i am requesting you really make the purpose in your life how you want to live not the way other people want to have you don't look at other people expectation the certain ways certain things i am doing in my life my lifestyle some people don't like it what i am going to do with that even mother my mother doesn't like it what what i am going to do with that what do you think
nothing. I cannot do nothing because I have to understand how I feel right now deep in my heart. When I am going inward, if I really feel I am not hurting to myself and also I am not hurting to other people intentionally, I am in the right path. But because of my action, if you feel hurt, that's not my problem. Does it make sense? That's not my problem. I didn't ask you to hurt because of my action, because you took it personally. You know, sometimes it happened with my mother and sister too. Certain things, you know, culturally, I'm very different now. Being here in this country now 30 years, I'm culturally very different. My behaviors are different. way I'm talking is different. Easily, they misunderstand. Easily, they misunderstand. Then they get upset. But then I'm thinking to myself, I didn't make a plan to make them upset. But the way they understand, they make their life miserable. I try to explain, but they are not ready to accept that. Then what I'm doing? I'm going to have fun. And I'm going to, like a week ago, you know, maybe a few weeks ago, right after I come from Sri Lanka, I called one So I said something in Sinhala, my language. He was so upset. Then right away, I was so, you know, there is a purpose for me. I said perfectly what I want to say, extremely upset about it. Then I tried to explain to him, but he said, already you said it. Already you said it. Now I can see, I cannot fix it. Then now I am thinking to myself, I don't have even any bad intention to say something mean or rude to this person at all. Then I am keep thinking, keep thinking, I don't want to call him again and to make it correct. I was so quiet. Then I was walking with Amita in American Park one evening. I said to Amita the same statement, what I said to him. I said, Amita, listen to this statement, how do you feel? Is it right or wrong? Right away, he said, wrong. He said, what you said is wrong. Then I realized, <clears throat> sometimes being away from Sri Lanka many years, when I am using my language, I am using it differently now. The words, I say the words right, but the way I am putting the words together, it is really upsetting somebody. Does it make sense now? When we are not using the language all the time, when we are using another language, they misunderstand. Then Amita also said, no, you are wrong, <laughs> where you said it. Then he said, this is what I understand, your singhala is wrong, that's the problem. The way you use the language is wrong, but my intention is right. So. Therefore, how you are going to live your life? You can be honest to yourself every single day. I can apologize to that person so many times, I did this, I did that, but maybe he never accept that. But I know my intention is very clean and pure. So make sure, end of the day, whatever you do in your life, you did right. If you have regret, it is not, you know, good. So last night after my teaching, one lady, you know, girl came to me and said, whatever you said, did you prepare to tell us today? I said, no. Then she said, I really feel you came to talk to me today perfectly. You were reading my mind. I said, no. I didn't read your mind. I don't have that power. But I can read my own mind because your problem is my problem too. Because I am the part of the world. So therefore, I am asking you to be, be sensitive to yourself and be sensitive to the world. When you are sensitive to the world, always you can feel from other people. All the you know, information is coming to you. You can process them without hurting to yourself. I think that is my, any thoughts, any questions?
how do you live your life? You want to make other people happy? I think, still I cannot understand that, <laughs> and still the way I am thinking the language, uh, for me it is right. But for them, they know more than me now, they think the way I, you know, the, you know the organize the sentence is wrong. Then I realize I have to be very mindful. Sometimes when I go and give a talk in Sinhala, I don't know what they understand. I think so. I think so. Thinking more in this culture now, because I have to switch back and forth. I didn't realize until that day I'm doing that. Sometimes, yeah, especially when I'm thinking to I'm going to teach something and help somebody, you know, talking to you or something, I'm always thinking in English because that conversation builds in English. So sometimes I'm translating it. So it's very interesting. So sometimes language is very limited to present what you want to present to the world. Right? Anything else? Thank you so much for sharing that. Anybody else? Any point? Mm-hmm. And um, I was thinking that, you know, it's funny that we, I see that myself, I mistake action as going inward instead of acting outside. It's so easy and wanting to physically do some kind of an action to help the world. And not realizing how the action of actually going inward is so important. So that means of what you are asking, going inward is easier than going outward? No, 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 that's, that's not what I mean. But I mean, I think that we immediately wanted to go outward. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, cause, and at times I think I, I wondered to myself, am I doing too much? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, but I don't take into account sometimes how powerful the action is going inward, how much I really feel like mm-hmm. Way I understand, Bell, there's no perfect answer, right? There's no perfect answer. Person to person, situation to situation is different. We are doing the right thing, but maybe after two days later we understand we did the wrong thing. It is okay, but it's a process, right? Every day we are experience about life and experiences. Certain things I did, you know, I'm always thinking I can do better. So even the, you know, when I'm thinking about the Blue Lotus Temple, now, after 20 years later, I think, maybe I, if I did like this before, it is going to be better. <laughs> you know, I don't have regrets about it, but I'm thinking like that. I think that's a process, you know, journey of this process. Yeah, thank you. Anything? Okay, go, Jim. <laughs> I don't think so. If you, you know, I use that word, <laughs> but personally I don't like that word, happy. So, everyday life we can use that word happy, but if you are happy, definitely you are going to be unhappy too. So, happiness and unhappiness always going back and forth, right? So, today I'm happy, maybe tomorrow something about happening, something, you know, I'm unhappy. Content. When you are content, it is your inner experience, not your outer experience. When people are happy based on the other people, based on the situation, that's how happiness comes to us. No need to push it away. <laughs> no need to push it away. I, if you want to push it away, you can, but temporary. It will come back. Right? So, if you are unhappy, 
if you feel sad, honoring to that feeling first is a part of life. It is okay to be sad. So uh, sometimes I feel sad. Sometimes, you know, you know, I was doing um, a mother's project and in Sri Lanka, you know, last summer. Uh, then that moment I want to transfer merits to my departed father. So I was guiding the meditation. I couldn't do it because I felt I'm too emotional. So then the monk who was sit next to me while I'm guiding the meditation quietly, he realized I'm getting emotional because I felt sad because I missed seeing him in the last minute. Uh, then right away he grabbed my microphone <laughs> and he started to continue the program because I felt that sadness is really taking over because even I couldn't be mindful. When I'm trying to be more mindful about it, more problem is coming at that moment. So therefore, in that moment, what I did, instead of pushing and pushing it down, I let it come out. Even in front of all the people. Even my teacher was there. And so then, everybody felt, I am a human being. It is totally fine. So yeah, it is okay. So don't put into the category good or bad. That's the way it is. <laughs> yeah, last. Um, you were explaining how uh, you are almost speaking a different language mm-hmm. now because you have the English mm-hmm. part of the way you speak. And I, it made me think immediately of some people in our lives that sometimes we use the phrase where, you know, you and I are both speaking a different language. We'll say that. We don't mean it That's good. Yeah. So, more we understand, we are even changing the language. Right? Yeah. Okay. Yes, Tyler. So, I've died a lot laughing back here because whenever you tell stories, I often know the other end of the story. It's hilarious to me the way you tell the story. So, I'm going to fill in a few things that you didn't share. So, Shut up. <laughs> You are in trouble. So, Bhante's talking about how people in Sri Lanka misunderstand him, but let me tell you about the car dealer. So, <laughs> we go into the car dealership and the, the salesman comes out, and the, the first question is, well, what do you think about color? And I'm just quiet for a minute. He goes, well, I would like uh, the color joyful. <laughs> <laughs> So we have to find a joyful color. No other explanation. (laughs) It is irrelevant to me, right? Right. So then the salesman says, Well, what's your budget? I'll know when I feel it. Zero other <laughs> but still, I don't have a car. <laughs> right, right, I need. Yes, thank you.
now today you have to find a car for me <laughs> Okay, announcements. <laughs> oh my God. Now I can see 42 people sign up. 42 people? <laughs> And also people who... No, no. They don't have. They don't have. <laughs> <laughs> you just, I mean, you just deep-broke it and you took over the box. Now you're 
Monks never Tessa. Tessa, monks never get the day off until they die. Because they are in the service. So people who are taking the precepts, if you are planning to take the precept, please sign up ahead of time. We have lots of preparation. Uh, so And also the, all the classes are free. So whether you are taking the precepts or not, still you can attend and learn about the precepts. Okay, it's online most of the Yeah. So please take that opportunity. Okay. Okay. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Lots of laughs.